Hey, I'm Dr. Britt, and I spend the majority of my time loving on people and helping them become the best versions of themselves. Think about me as your best friend with a PhD. It's really the best of both worlds, advice with truth, backed by research, and a whole lot of love sprinkled in. We chat about the stuff that can be hard to talk about, relationships, femininity, sex, self-esteem, health, motherhood, and mindset. My heart in this podcast is to give you a space to listen to topics that matter to you, to help you know what to do about it, and to let you know that you're not alone, no matter what physical or emotional state you showed up to or hang out today. So grab a chair, your coffee, a snuggly blanket, whatever makes you feel most at home with a friend, and get ready to go on a journey together. Hey, best friend, this is our podcast. Hi, Dr. Britt here. If you are listening to this podcast on the day that it's released, it just happens to be my 35th birthday. And I thought, no time like the present, might as well record my first podcast ever on my own on my birthday. So here I am. Now, one of the reasons that I am recording this podcast today, why I decided to do it in the first place, was because I have people approach me on a pretty regular basis because I'm a counselor by trade. And they will ask what they need to do to get in to see me. And a lot of times I know these people through our church community, things like that. And often I say, listen, I can either be your friend or acquaintance. We do things together or I can be your counselor, but I can't be both. And sometimes that is sad for my heart because... I think that I would be a really good fit to help them, but because of my ethical code, that gets in the way. So, what's beautiful about a podcast is that you can think about me like your best friend with a PhD that's giving you some solid advice, some things to think about. But I also want you to know that I'm just like you. I'm no different than you. I have life struggles and pains and joys and frustrations and all the emotions just like you and a PhD. Now, I want to know, have you ever received bad advice? I know how I have. I have received bad advice. And if you're listening to me, I am raising my hand. I think I could raise both of my hands and my feet. I have received bad advice. In fact, I have actually taken action on said advice. And the outcome was poor. And I think that that is why in my field, at least one of the reasons, that counselors do not tell people what to do. They don't want to be responsible for the outcome of the bad advice. So it protects us and it protects you. But, you know, with a friend, friends will give you advice. So that's where I say, think of me like a friend, but with a PhD. So let me come back to the question, have you ever received bad advice? 
And I today want to tell you a story about Miss Winchester. And she was married to the man that created the Winchester guns. So if you know what I'm talking about, you you know. And if you're an anti-gun person, don't worry. This is not going to be all about guns. But I'm telling you a story about bad advice. So Mr. Winchester's guns during the Civil War were being sold all over the place and also obviously killing people with those guns. And Miss Winchester felt like she was tormented by the spirits of the people that her husband's guns had killed. So she went to see a psychiatrist at the time, and what he told her to do was to build around the clock, never stop, so that the souls or the spirits of these people that had been killed would have a place to go. So what Miss Winchester did was she moved all the way across the country from the East Coast to the West Coast. You can actually go find Winchester Manor in San Jose, California. It is cool. And in Winchester Manor, you will see that besides the fact that it is ginormous, there are walls that like connected to other walls that are connected to other walls that make no sense. There's doorways that lead to nowhere or if you open them you would and tried to walk through you would fall or like stairways that literally stop just the building never stopped so each day Miss Winchester would give the architects and the builders there around the clock truly 24 hours a day seven days a week she would give them new plans and they would just keep building now, this was a result of bad advice because did building around the clock protect her from feeling tormented? Nope. So bad advice. Now, you and I live, we live in a world full of voices. Who do we listen to? I often have wondered, what? There are two different opinions here, or this person says something good, and this person says something good, but they're in conflict. Who do I listen to? So when you think about who to listen to, you want to look at a template. And I'm going to give my husband credit for this because it's something that he talks about all the time, if you happen to be around him. And he talks about a template. And what a template is, is we see somebody in our life or around us, or maybe we don't even know them, but we can see that they have something that we want. They may not have every single thing, but they have something. They have something that we can connect with, something that we can say, I, I resonate with that. I connect with that. I want to be like that. And so we take that part of their life or we take advice from them and we walk that out. For example, if you were to take financial advice, you probably wouldn't want to take it from a person that is living paycheck to paycheck and they don't ever believe that they're going to get out of that situation and it's always going to be the same and they're basically going to work till they die. That's really not the person that you want to take financial advice from. So they wouldn't be a part of your template. 
but a person that, and maybe they're not a billionaire, but you can see that they're successful. They're not living paycheck to paycheck. They're beginning to create residual income. They have a mindset that's focused on abundance rather than scarcity. You may see them and say, you know what? I want a piece of what they have. I want to learn from them. So that's a part of the template, I think. As we listen to the voices in our life, whether that's people we know, family members, podcasts, Instagram, social media, and all forms, are we listening from people that are a part of our template in some way? And then also, I think credibility is really important. Do people know, like, and trust them? Do they have good results? You know, I think about in um, my business as a counselor, one of the most the most meaning ref- meaningful, excuse me, referrals to me are the referrals that come from clients that have seen me because they've experienced me. They know what it's like. They can speak to what I've done for them, with them, the way I've been a part of their journey. So, do the voices that you're listening to do they have credibility? And when I come back to that financial example, a person can have all of the knowledge but not be implementing it. And Tony Robbins, if you keep listening to this podcast, you will find that I love Tony Robbins. So Tony Robbins would say that knowledge is the lowest form of mastery because we don't actually know it until we can do it. So coming back to that template piece. Who do we listen to? And so as I'm talking to you about this, I really want you to think about who you're listening to because we create the world around us based on the voices that we listen to. I'm going to say that to you again. We create the world around us based on the voices that we listen to. Who are you listening to? Jim Rohn said, and I'm sure you've heard that if you, by the way, if you've listened to self-improvement podcast or read self-improvement books, likely you have heard what I'm about to tell you, but I'm going to talk to you about it a little bit different. So Jim Rohn says that we are the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. The average of the five people we spend the most time with. And current research tells us that it's even bigger than that. It's even bigger than just the five people that we spend the most time with. It becomes who's in our sphere. And who's in our sphere also has to do with who we're listening to. It's, it was so interesting as I was preparing for this podcast that I was reading some research studies. And there are some studies that talk about that if you are close friends with somebody in your, is, who is overweight, and by the way, I'm not judging that, and you're not overweight, you are 45% more likely to become overweight. That's wild. That's wild. Now, I didn't look at the inverse of that, but often if you have really fit friends, you kind of feel internally motivated to get more fit. That's why Often we need a community to reach our goals. And this isn't, um, today's topic anyways, is not about reaching your goals. But it is something to recognize that the people that we're around 
influence us. In fact, uh, the same thing is true of happiness, that if we're around happy people, we are more likely to take on their happiness. To me, that's pretty huge. So we need to recognize, be mindful of the voices that we're listening to. We need to be mindful of the voices that we're listening to. So I want you to think about just right now, who are you following? Who are you listening to? Who is around you? Think about those things. You know, in our world, and I've already said it and I'm going to say it again, in our world, we're inundated with voices, messages, And those messages are so important because when we begin to integrate messages that we hear, we also begin to create meaning. We begin to create identity. So the voices that we're listening to are important because they ultimately help us get to where we're going to go or keep us where we're at. They impact the trajectory of our life, the voices that we're listening to. That's why who you choose as a counselor or a coach or whoever is so important because they are a voice that you are inviting to speak into your life. And when we get messages from the world, from family, from sometimes even ourselves, from culture, from an old boyfriend. It doesn't matter. When we get these voices, these messages, we create a meaning of that. You know, people will base whether they think they're attractive or not based on a message that they received because they created meaning. The meaning might already be, um, I'm unattractive. So when they get a message that affirms that, they buy, they buy into it even more. And sometimes we can't even hear messages because, true messages anyways, because of what's going on in us. So we need to recognize that messages, voices will help create meaning in our life. And that meaning will determine our identity. So I want to come back to the financial example that I gave is if the messages that I'm listening to are hoard your money, you'll, you'll only make what you can make, trade a dollar for time and that's it. And that's how you make money. Then I'm not going to get anywhere. I'm also going to be very, very like I'm going to hold on to everything I get with fear. Fear is going to be something that drives me. That emotion is going to drive me. But the meaning that I'm going to make of that is, yeah, no matter how much, no matter how hard I work, I'm always going to get the same thing. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. And I'm just going to have to work forever and I'm going to be exhausted. And I sure hope nothing bad ever happens to me because if it does, I certainly can't pay for it. And then you get to this place where you begin to identify as like in a slave to the man or the man meaning your boss, the, uh, you begin to identify stuck. You begin to identify with this sort of scarcity mindset, those messages. Now, if you get around people, and I'm just using finances are easier to talk about. If you get around people that, that say, you know what, 
I'm going somewhere. I'm going to get there. I'm going to make it. I, I know who I am. I know my worth and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm basically going to fight. I'm, I'm going to pursue. I'm, I'm going to create until, until I'm making what I'm worth. And then I'm, then nobody's ever going to pay me what I'm worth because, well, there's more. And so being around people that, that push that mindset are also going to help create this meaning that there's more. If you've never believed that there's more and then you get around people that believe that there's more all of a sudden, you're going to begin to question the meanings that you've always made. And then maybe you're going to create a different identity when you can get around voices that are saying, you know what? There's more for you. There's more here. Don't stop. You go, okay, there's more for me. My, my identity isn't stuck. My identity is in growth or my identity is in transition. And so as I'm saying this, I want you to think about where are you right now? What voices are you listening to? What messages? You need to ask yourself this like on a regular basis. What messages are coming into my world? After you get an after you listen to a podcast or scroll Instagram, even to mindfully ask yourself, what did I get out of that? What did that speak to me? Messages. They're everywhere because these voices are everywhere. And so I really want to leave you today with a couple of questions. And, and you'll find this, by the way, as you listen to this podcast more because you're going to listen to this podcast more. As you listen to this podcast more, you are going to hear me say and say things that will provoke you, ask you questions, because that's a part of a conversation with a best friend is questions. Good, deep thought-provoking questions. And you know what? You get more out of the conversation the more that you participate in the conversation. And while you and I can't be sitting knee to knee, eye to eye, having this lovely conversation together that I wish that we could have, what you can do is write it down. What you can do is find me on social media and give me feedback and tell me what you thought or tell me what you came up with as you begin to answer some of these questions. And so I just want you to ask yourself, how does this, whatever it is, this friend, this podcast, this Instagram, this, this thing that I'm listening to, how does it help me grow? Ask yourself that about anything that's in our life. How does this help me grow? And then, is this serving me? Is it serving me? Anything that doesn't add to us is at best neutral and at, or I, I should say maybe at uh, neutral is neutral and at, and at worst is taking from us. So what in your life is adding to you? What's adding to you? How is what you're doing, how is who you're listening to serving you? The books you're reading, the podcast, the friends, the, those voices, how is it serving you? And to really evaluate, what are your feelings when you're done? How do you feel when you've put that book down 
when you got off that podcast, when you got off Instagram, got off TikTok, whatever it is, how do you feel? You need to ask yourself this. We mindlessly, and I can raise my hand and include myself in that, we mindlessly go through life sometimes. And when we are mindless, we are missing the messages coming at us from the voices because 95% of our brain processing is unconscious. 95%. And so when we're not really paying attention, when we're scrolling through things mindlessly, when we're listening mindlessly, our conscious mind isn't engaged enough to question a message, to go, huh, what was that thing that I just heard? That's confusing, or I don't like that, or I need to think more about that. Our conscious mind isn't engaged enough to do that. Our unconscious mind, though, is. And that's where those messages get embedded. And that's where they also, like, if we already have a message in there for a while, that's where it's like, just keep stacking stuff on it. So what are my feelings when I'm done? mindfully listen. That's my encouragement to you. And I'm so grateful that you joined me today, that you hung out with me. And I want to say to you, because I'm going to keep showing up for you, that as my new best friend, that felt really warm to my heart to say, so I'm going to say it again. As my new best friend, I'm committed to earn your trust I'm committed to be a voice to you that's real, that says the things sometimes that it feels like no one else is going to say, that's going to tell you the truth, sprinkled with love, but still tell you the truth, and be a place that you know that you can go and have fun and laugh and cry and uh, want to hug your friend, a friend that is like in your proximity and know that you can trust. So I'm committed to earn your trust. I'm committed to be a voice that you want to listen to.